It's Thursday, August 27th. You're listening to T-Dad Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Today we talk with local ombudsman about her perspective of elder care in Trinidad and in the state. Colorado's craft beer industry is running out of cans. In the world, McDonald's is not loving their human resources department right now, and we're going to tell you why. So stick around. Support for today's podcast comes from Chronicle News Media, presenting their free business marketing service, Project 360, to help reconnect businesses with their audiences. For more information, call 719-846-3311. Additionally, all TDAD Talk episodes are produced by the Chronicle News Media Group with additional support from TDAD Radio. Listen in at tdadradio.com. Okay, let's jump into the weather. For today, a slight chance of showers this afternoon with highs in the lower 90s. Tonight will drop to a low around 60 degrees for the region. On Friday, showers and thunderstorms likely afternoon with highs in the upper 80s. Now, here's your news. Under the Federal Older Americans Act, OAA, every state is required to have an ombudsman program that addresses complaints and advocates for the improvements of long-term care systems. In Los Animas County and Huerfano counties, that ombudsman is Elizabeth Kelly. Here in our region, ombudsmen function under the Area Agency on Aging with Veronica Mays. Under the bigger umbrella, it's the South Central Council of Governments. Kelly said the ombudsmen are governed by federal and state frameworks with 14 regions in Colorado and each of them with at least one ombudsman. There's also the state ombudsman in Denver. Kelly explained they usually did monthly and quarterly compliance visits throughout the year where they could evaluate the behavior of residents and the interactions between staff and residents. But right now, visitation to facilities is restricted per state health department guidelines. Right now, Kelly said it's important for family and friends to continue to stay in contact with their loved ones that may be staying at long-term care facilities. With visitation still restricted, this means giving them a phone call or arranging a time to video chat with them through the facility. Kelly also expressed they hope that in the near future, outdoor visitation will be allowed as restrictions continue to ease off. With family and other support unable to go inside facilities since mid-March, many have expressed a higher concern for how local long-term care facilities are operating, but Kelly said it's important to see the overall picture and understand that aside from deficiencies from her perspective, staff really do mean well. That doesn't mean that residents and families shouldn't expect the very best, Kelly added, but for an ombudsman, it's not about what their organization wants for the overall facilities, but what the resident or resident's family says. As they need. Happening in the state, a perfect storm of a pandemic, people drinking more from home, people stocking up on beverages, the seltzer craze and more have led to a shortage of aluminum cans across the country. That's caused Colorado's craft brewers to get a little bit creative to continue to fill the need of consumers. Oscar Blues prides itself on being the first craft brewery to can its products, specifically Dale's Pale Ale, and has been doing so for years. They've now had to come up with a plan B in order to keep canning. Basically, they're repurposing old brands with the new packaging and wrapping old, unused cans with new, different labels. Luckily for them, the brewery had old cans left over from a recent branding redesign. They say tens of thousands of the wrapped 2020 edition cans will be hitting the market, mainly in Colorado, soon. 
Business is still booming in beer, with Colorado breweries reporting positive sale numbers despite the limitations of bars and restaurants. The majority of those sales now come in cans, just a little bit more uniquely and creatively packaged. Happening in the world, an internal investigation by McDonald's of potential misconduct has extended beyond its former CEO who was forced out late last year. McDonald's board of directors has hired an outside law firm as part of a probe into its human resources department to determine if Steve Esterbrook, who exited abruptly in November, covered up misconduct for others in that department. The company didn't share details about the allegations. On Wednesday, however, the Wall Street Journal reported that McDonald's conducted an internal investigation in 2018 after employees complained about inappropriate physical contact between the company's top HR executive, David Fairhurst, and a subordinate at a holiday party. McDonald's named Heidi Capozzi, who had worked for Boeing as Human Resources Chief in March. Capozzi is conducting a review of the department, including how performance is evaluated and how employee concerns are raised and investigated. Not too much happening today, but Mount Carmel has a few virtual classes going on. Check them out. Visit mountcarmelcenter.org. Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events we should be aware of here at the Chronicle, please feel free to reach out to us so we can make sure to spread the word. As always, for a deeper look into today's stories, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and support your local journalism with a subscription. Thanks for sticking around for another TDAD Talk. If you like this podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button and also drop us a message on our TDAD Radio Facebook page and let us know how we're doing. I always enjoy hearing all the creative ways we can continue to make what we do here at The Chronicle even better. Another special thanks to The Chronicle News Media Group and their Project 360 services free to help local businesses reconnect with their audiences. This is Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.